Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Every day, I am amazed at the companies that are making, well, firing employees. I'm sorry, laying off employees. Uh, The list continues to grow every day. I just saved them, and I was like, I'll get to them, and then I don't want to talk about them. But you have Wayfair to lay off 1,650 employees, or about 13% of its workforce. Uh, Job cuts are part of Wayfair's restructuring since the summer of 2022 and are expected to save the online goods retailer about $280 million annually. Google recently slashed the product team at Fitbit, you know, the wearable tech brand. Uh, It purchased back in 2021 for $2.1 billion as it now focuses on developing its, its own Pixel watch. Interesting. Macy's uh, cutting 2,350 jobs, or about 3.5% of the workforce, amid slowing sales. Now, Macy's just rejected a $5.8 billion offer to take it private, setting the stage for a potential hostile takeover, uh, or, you know, we'll see if they can stay open much longer as it is. The Los Angeles Times has now said they're going to lay off 20% of its newsroom staff. Now, that comes after... You know, a few days ago, the journalists all went on strike. (laughs) How'd that work out for you? Yeah, we're going to go on strike. Oh, well, okay. Well, we'll just lay off 20% of the workforce then. No problem. Uh, eBay is going to cut about a thousand roles uh, or or an estimated 9% of its employees. Now, they just had to pay $3 million after employees sent spiders and a fetal pig to a couple critical of the company. Yeah, that's it, though. That's all they were doing. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh, Just a little cyber-stalking. That's all. They were pissed. And uh, it'll be fine, though, because the charges are going to be dropped under a deferred prosecution agreement if eBay maintains a good record for the next three years or so. Okay. Uh, their behavior for this cyber stalking case was incredible. Uh, Riot Games, uh, the developer of the popular League of Legends multiplayer battle game, it's uh, cutting some staff too, about 11% of its staff. Now, just to be clear, uh, they said in a note to customers, this isn't to appease shareholders or hit quarterly earnings. Oh, what is it then it's a necessity oh okay well that's good to know no problem uh just amazing uh these companies uh, bidenomics at work for you on an everyday basis now cyber stalking from ebay that had nothing to do with bidenomics okay sure i also see the good news okay so i know that's kind of you know that's bad news so let's i don't want to give you i don't want to give you bad news and then not have good news. Walmart, in hopes to winning over workers in a competitive labor market, America's largest one-stop shop. Uh, you know, you can, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love shopping at Walmart? Uh, they are upping the store manager's average pay for the first time in more than a decade. Walmart announced uh, this week, effective uh, February 1st, the average manager's salary will get a 9% boost to one hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars, 
while the low end of the range will jump from 65 to 90,000. Their maximum bonuses will also increase from 150% of their base pay to 200%. Wow, uh, that'd be a nice bonus to get. Uh, the retail chain it employs 1.6 million people in the United States will raise frontline hourly workers average wages from $17.50 an hour to $18 an hour. Okay. Uh, you know, that, obviously they want to boost retention and recruiting and actually probably try to slap down the unionization efforts going around uh, for the big box stores. Employee satisfaction, of course, is their number one concern. You know that as well as I do. I mean, <laughs> healthcare, college tuition, that's a pretty good gig if you can put up with Walmart. So, you know, that's good news. That's good news. Sure, you got laid off from your dream job at the games company, but you can go to work for Walmart. I mean, you're welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I guess you could go to work for Netflix. I mean, they've got the money. We just talked yesterday about their new deal with the WWE. Uh, $500 million a year for 10 years. Uh, And they just released uh, revenue estimates. Added 13.1 million subscribers during uh, Q4. uh, Bringing the total number of paid subscribers to a record 260.8 million subscribers to netflix so maybe you go work for them i don't know maybe you go work for the rock uh i know the rock i was amazed at how many companies he has now he was just put on the board of the tko group which is the sports and entertainment company that houses wwe and the ufc interesting that's why he was there at the big announcement for the Netflix WWE deal. And it also was announced that because he's going onto the board of the TKO group, he now legally owns The Rock. Yeah, it wasn't his before, <laughs> which is kind of strange, right? It was uh, derived from his father's uh, WWE Hall of Famer, Rocky Johnson, who was the first black champion in WWE history. And. Uh, Anyway, so now Johnson, you know, you, if you don't know who The Rock is, I mean, what rock were you living under? <laughs> Get it? That's a, a rock and the rock. Uh, so he uh, has, uh, aside from the wrestling and aside from the films, uh, he has a production company, Seven Bucks Production. He has a tequila brand. Uh, Terramana Tequila. He has an energy drink company, Zoa Energy. He has the Project Rock Apparel brand and the United Football League. So he's doing okay. He's doing all right. But he now, thankfully, can wipe the sweat off of the Rock's brow and lift his eyebrow and ask you, when he asks you, do you smell what the Rock is cooking? He now owns the Rock. But the whole point of that was to go work for him. I mean, that's a job. I mean, he's got all these companies. Maybe you go work for The Rock. Uh, tell him, hey, I can you know, I can help you out here. We can make some money together. You know, set up a meeting. I'm sure he'll take it.
Oh, happy, happy uh, peanut butter day. It's National Peanut Butter Day for those of you listening live. Today is the 24th of January, 2024. I was reading, uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of peanut butter. I know, surprise. Uh, I was looking at some of the facts about uh, peanuts and peanut butter. Like one acre of peanuts makes 30,000 sandwiches. Okay, I'm a fan of an acre of of peanuts. Uh, More than 3 million people in the United States report having an allergy to peanuts. Suck it up. Get over it. Why do you think that is? Uh, Peanuts contribute more than $4 billion to the U.S. economy each year, according to the National Peanut Board. And I love the National Peanut Board. It takes about 540 peanuts to make a simple 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. By law... Any product labeled peanut butter in the United States must be at least 90% peanuts. On average, it takes about 4.7 gallons of water to make one ounce of shelled peanuts. Uh, Two former U.S. presidents were peanut farmers, Thomas Jefferson and Jimmy Carter. Three states in the U.S. Uh, In three states in the U.S., there are six cities named after the peanut. (laughs) <laughs> peanut fun facts uh those uh cities by the way are in california west virginia tennessee and pennsylvania wait in three states there are six cities named after the peanut california west virginia tennessee and pennsylvania those are four states listed so is like west by god virginia a mean peanut or is it just, so this is four states with six cities. There's three states in the U.S. There are six cities named after the peanut. That's strange. Okay, so there's four states, not three. That's just written wrong, of course. Of course it's written wrong. A website writing things wrong in today's world. I won't hear of it. Uh, known as the grandfather of peanuts, George Washington Carver invented all kinds of things made out of peanuts. He wrote down more than 300 uses for peanuts, including peanut milk, peanut paper, peanut soap. <laughs> Half of the top 10 best-selling candy bars in the U.S. contain peanuts. Snickers holds the top spot, uh, obviously best-selling chocolate bar in the world made by Mars. Um uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, number one selling candy brand in the United States. And uh, they were invented by H.B. Reese. Love H.B. Reese. I'm a fan of the H.B. Reese Candy Company. <laughs> That's a little bit of uh, info on peanuts. I, I'm a little, uh, I'm still a little hurt. Uh, there's three states, but we named four. But uh, you get the gist. Happy National Peanut butter day be sure to follow me on my social media accounts uh, at jeffy jfr on twitter jeff fisher radio on facebook and instagram you can follow me on my youtube page chewing the fat with jeff fisher you can always email the show uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whenever you feel like it, at chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Chewingthefat at theblaze.com. You can also order a cameo from me 
at JeffyJFR on Cameo. If you go to the website, I believe it's Jeff Fisher. Uh, but uh, you just order the Cameo. Tell me what you want. Happy, sad, glad, mad, mean. And then uh, I do it. <laughs> uh, just like your trained monkey. And uh, it works. That's the way Cameo works. You can do that as well at JeffyJFR on Cameo. You know, I was looking. No one has won the lotto in quite some time. You look at uh, the Mega Millions. Okay, so the Mega Millions drawing on Friday, the 26th of January, 2024, is now worth $285 million. $285 million. $135.1 million cash payout. The Powerball is now $145 million. $69.7 million cash payout. That drawing is tonight, for those of you listening live, the 24th of January. 2024. So they're starting to get up there. Uh, they still have, you know, they've had a few winners of a million or two million. Man, how that would hurt. I mean, you'd be happy to take it and you'd say, all right, I want a million dollars. But you're looking at uh, the possibility of 135 million, well, cash payout, and uh, you only win like a million. You'd be, you'd be, it's a, it would be a happy disappointed. Or it would it be disappointed disappointingly happy not sure which it would be but it would be something in there (laughs) let's say you don't want to be disappointedly happy or happily disappointed that's it you're happily disappointed that's you're happy and you're disappointed like if you were somewhere and you needed medicine and you didn't have it uh you'd be disappointingly happy you don't want that you do not want that and that's why you need the jace case uh go to jacemedical.com and uh get your jace case today you can enter the code jeffy at checkout for a discount on your order uh, jacemedical.com this past december drug shortages hit a record high and this is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments there are delays treatment cancellations Uh, unfortunate rationing of vital medications, even drugs as important as the antibiotic amoxicillin are in short supply right now, along with 294 others. Wow. Doctors are even saying that they've been forced to make impossible choices, including choosing which patients will be prioritized to receive potentially curative therapy. I mean, you don't want to be without the medicines you need when you need it that's why you need jace case it's a personalized emergency kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections and jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings they've been added uh, they even had ivermectin now as an option in the jace case so you can uh, have that plus you can be nice and think of someone else you can buy a gift card for your family or loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own and personalize it to their needs. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Get yours today. Uh, Go to jacemedical.com, jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. At the end, at checkout, use the offer code Jeffy and go ahead and get that discount for you. Jace, J-A-S-E, medical, M-E-D-I-C-A-L, dot, D-O-T, com, C-O-M, jacemedical.com.
All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Did we ever get hit with the second uh, solar storm? I, I don't know that we did. We were supposed that was supposed to happen yesterday. They told us that we got hit on Monday and uh, that uh, we were going to get hit again yesterday. And I don't know that we did. I didn't hear any reports of anything going down, any minor power grid interruptions, impact on radio, aviation communication, satellite operation. I haven't heard any reports on that. So I guess we didn't get hit. I don't know. If you live in uh, Wyoming, South Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine, you should have been able to see the auroras from the solar storm. That's what they said. These coronal mass injections, medium-sized solar storm. So I guess, all right, I'm happy. I'm happy that uh, it did not happen. I know that the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration issued that geometric geomagnetic storm watch and i did not receive the alert so i'm a little disappointed but i guess we didn't get hit said we were gonna you know it happened on monday out in the pacific ocean we were supposed to get another one and i guess it didn't happen whoo i'm not a fan i don't want it to any any minor interruptions at all but all right i'm glad that it didn't happen or did it happen someplace that we don't know about because there was you know a blackout i don't know i don't know (laughs) i just know we didn't hear about it so my girl reese reese witherspoon uh, you know i mean you know where you love her and uh, apparently she has been in trouble because she's been uh, eating snow she's been eating wild snow (laughs) uh from her car so how dare Reese Witherspoon get cups of snow off the top of her car and then eat it? <laughs> so she used she got fresh snow from outside to eat it and then vamped it up with salted caramel and chocolate syrup alongside with a splash of uh, cold brew coffee, I guess. So speaking uh, on TikTok, the star showed off her unique winter recipe named snow salt chakayano but fans weren't convinced it was safe to drink shut up it's snow of course it's safe isn't snow dirty what if birds pooped in that snow oh no oh no you you could not have that you could not have that another commented snow is filthy yuck i love you but no thank you snow is so dirty full of bacteria Oh, man. So Reese, uh, at the age of 47 these days, uh, she had to clear it up, of course. She said, there's so many people on here saying snow is dirty. So we went and took some snow from the backyard, and we microwaved it. And it's clear. See? There you go. It's fine. So why don't you shut up about it? (laughs) Another person wrote... I thought eating snow was like dangerous to our health. It's dirty. Um, no, it's snow. Now, when it lands on, you know, you're not dipping it up from the dirty roads. But if you've lived in the north at all, 
where it has snowed or you know the west wherever it snows and there's a you know an, a great amount of snow of course you can eat it we ate it all the time handfuls that's what you pound down snow you pack it throw it eat it i mean that's what you do wow i mean could it be dirty sure after people have walked on it and cars have driven over it but when it's just fresh snow from the sky you're fine <laughs> wow that is i don't i didn't and she even said i didn't grow up drinking filtered water we drank out of the tap water yeah i mean myself personally we had a well i lived out on the farm out there in tuscola county michigan right here on the map and uh out there close to the industrial city of the thumb and uh i just it was we drank from a well and you had that you got your water from the ground and you drank hose you drank water out of a hose you put your mouth on the hose <gasps> and that's the way you did it and it was the kids i mean you just walk up and turn that faucet on turn that outside faucet on hold up the hose i don't remember i don't remember actually putting the hose on my lips but we certainly could have and we had drinking fountains then that we drank out of as well so get over it i don't know maybe it's tough for me <laughs> i will say this it's tough for me to drink out of a drinking fountain these days i see the drinking fountain and i'm thinking to myself "Ooh, no i don't know that i want to drink out of that and if i push the button and i have to get too close to the water directional thing uh where it shoots the water up uh if i have to get too close to that you know, I may think twice about it. You want to push that button, let it flow a little bit, then you can go ahead and get some water. But if it's just snow, I'm with you, Reese. I'm with you. People are out of their minds. All right, so I haven't seen the uh, the end of Fargo yet, uh, season five. I am looking forward to it. I, I love the, uh, I think his name is uh, Ulamunk, the, the sin eater, the bad guy. I love him. Uh, John Hamm has been great in it. Um, I know that uh, it's just been a, it's been a, a dark, dark story because, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, it's uh, based on a true story. But uh, in honor of, uh, in honor, let's see, what's the front say? You know, uh, you know, in the, uh, in honor of the living, uh, we're going to change the names and the honor. Oh, here it is. Uh, the events depicted in this film took place in minnesota in 1987 uh at the request of the survivors the names have been changed out of respect for the dead the rest has been told exactly as it occurred and so they wouldn't lie right of course not they wouldn't lie so when i get to the end and when i finally finished the fargo i'll let you know the old fargo i'll I'll let you know. I see also where, uh, uh, you know, we got Sundance going on. So everybody's showing off their new films and their new short films. And, of course, um, what's her face? Malia Obama. Is it Malia? Malia Obama? Barack's daughter uh, has a short film, The Heart, screaming and screening at Sundance. I bet you it's so good. I bet it is really, really good. And boy, it's so interesting how, you know, she's able to get these shorts shown at 
Sunday. That's a, uh, now, she wrote uh, for Donald Glover's Swarm and says she host, hopes to make short, uh, makes you feel a little bit less lonely. Oh, okay. Well, what's it about? Well, the film is about lost objects and lonely people and forgiveness and regret. But I also think it works hard to uncover where tenderness and closeness can exist in these things. We hope you enjoy the film, and it makes you feel a little bit less lonely, or at least reminds you not to forget about the people who are. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's so special. I can't wait to see the heart. And I see where Nicole Kidman you know, she's, uh, she's in uh, some new stuff. She's out hawking her stuff everywhere. But uh, Big Little Lies, has uh, been people have been saying, hey, you know, the strike's over. What are you guys doing? Big Little Lies, is it happening? That's with my girl Reese Witherspoon, too. So I'm guessing it's going to happen. Reese is in the news. I know she's all over TikTok and Instagram. That's what she does now. But, you know, now she's getting in fights over snow. So she's out there working every day. <laughs> So apparently Nicole said her and Reese are texting every day and there's a timeline and we're doing it. And she laughed. I can't say anything more. Oh, we've, I can't tell you anymore. Oh, we've got to just start keeping our mouths shut. We've got to button it. <laughs> I can't believe I've told you this much. <laughs> but yeah, we're working on the new season for Big Little Lies. So... I'm not going to tell you anymore. I'll button it, but turn the key and shut my mouth. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Nicole. Appreciate it. Although, I will say, uh, I enjoyed Big Little Lies, so you know, looking forward to it. Hop, sing on it. Get to it. You know, just as a side note, you know when there's times when you think, oh, you know, Bing isn't bad, and then you realize it is. How do Bing, what? I I just, I just don't understand. Anyway, uh, who died today? Who died today? Ugga X, Ugga X, dead at the age of 10. Uh, Ugga X, uh, also known as Q, uh, is or was the University of Georgia's live mascot. Uh, he died in his sleep. Uh, Georgia Athletics announced that uh, he was 10 years old. Uh, he began his tenure with a collaring ceremony ahead of Georgia's win against Georgia Southern on November 21st, 2015. He retired following the 2022 season. Uga X was uh, by Georgia's side each step of the way during its modern run of dominance. In fact, he's the most decorated mascot in Georgia history. With Ugga X, the Bulldogs compiled a 91-18 and record with two SEC titles and six appearances in the SEC championship game. Oh, man. But now, I mean, we had to do without him last year. Cost him. Cost him a playoff berth last year without the old Ugga X. <laughs> so we lost him. We lost Ugga X. And uh, now the, uh, the, the mascot is 
Uga XI. So Uga XI, and now he's known as Boom, and that's Uga XI. Uga is known as Q, rest in peace. Uga XI, Boom, took the mantle from Uga and uh, was in charge this year as they went 13 and 1. But, I mean, they had a great season, but they were locked out of the playoffs with that one loss to Alabama. But I digress. So, uh, rest in peace. Uga, dead at the age of 10. And don't get me started on it being Yuga. University of Georgia, Jeff, it's Yuga. No, I won't hear of it. It's Uga. Yesterday we talked about the three men who were frozen to death in the backyard in Missouri uh, after the Kansas City Chiefs game. Uh, 37-year-old David Harrington, 38-year-old Ricky Johnson, and 36-year-old Clayton McGinney. We thought it was weird. We talked about it. We talked about the really kind of weird statement that the owner of the house said that he said he saw them goodbye but he didn't see them leave he just went to bed and uh, now you know the police are investigating now they claim that it's a matter uh, as a homicide not uh, there was nothing no foul play they are obviously are still waiting for uh waiting for uh you know the medical examiner's report um and, I, and I, again i said they are not investigating this as a matter of homicide people are pissed uh people want them to make this a homicide but there's no evidence right now that it is a homicide it's just a weird thing now apparently uh there was a fifth person at the home that day and uh i guess you know the guy jordan willis the homeowner uh he claimed he went to sleep and left the four men inside his home and which contradicts an earlier statement that said he had seen the three men leave his home. All right. And then one guy was found on the porch, right? The one guy's girlfriend breaks into the house to try to find them because Willis is sleeping with headphones and a fan on, doesn't hear anybody knocking. And she finds a body on the back porch. Really weird. Now all three guys froze to death. It's just horrible. The whole thing is terrible. But it's the investigation is still ongoing. And now we find out that there was a possible other person in the house watching the game. And then we'll see what happens after. I guess it also said in this news story that I read that the woman had broken into the home because... The car was still in the driveway. Then why were they outside? Uh, you know, they were outside in the cold for two days. <laughs> it's not. It's not funny. It's not funny. I'm not laughing. Uh, you you think I'm laughing, but I'm not. Uh, not laughing at all. But then we're supposed to believe this guy was just. I was just asleep, and uh, I didn't see. It's possible. I mean, it's possible. I believe. And I, I know this to be true. You could be in your house for a day or two or more and not know what's going on out by your garage if something was going on out there. If there was another car parked there, if someone was there. I told you, I slipped one time in the driveway and I thought, crap, I'm here forever. If I don't get up, I'm laying in the driveway until somebody, maybe somebody in the neighborhood stops and bangs on the front door of the house and says, hey, there's a fat guy laying in the driveway. You ought to go take a look because that's just the way the houses are built. Right? And so it's possible, possible that Willis goes to bed 
and doesn't see cars, doesn't see his friends in the backyard, nothing. Really, really, really strange. So I, I'm really looking forward to the medical examiner's report, and I really want to know the truth behind how these three people, three humans, adult males, can just be sent out in the backyard at their friend's house and freeze to death, and no one knows or sees it happen. Just amazing. Then we've got this guy in Colorado. He, uh, he's been arrested. He had a severed hand in his pocket. Now, who doesn't? You know, like you find a severed hand, what do you do? You wrap it in plastic, you put it in a pocket. Uh, he claimed, uh, yes, I've got a severed hand in my pocket, but I didn't kill the prostitute that you're accusing me of killing, okay? I already told you a couple days before, I didn't kill her, okay? I just used her. <laughs> but then he comes to work with the plastic bag in the chest pocket of his jacket that uh, his work partner says, hey, is that a severed hand in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? So he worked at a security guard station and uh, at now we find out that his roommate said that uh, he had offered to pay him to help dig a hole. Yeah, in the words of Ben Matlock, murder is a messy business. So uh, he walked up and asked me, hey, you want to absolve $1,000 off your debt? I need a 10-foot hole. And he looks at me and goes, I'm not playing around. He went on to say he refused to help Martinez, but that he watched as the man washed blood off his hands at a car wash, claiming he was terrified. I couldn't even put into words how physically scared I was. All right. So Martinez denied that he murdered the prostitute, which he admitted to hiring. Uh, he then refused to pay her after several hours. So he was with her, but he didn't pay her. Okay. He also said that he had lent his car to a homeless man named James, that he is the person who killed the prostitute. How many times you do that? You hook up with a prostitute and you decide, you know what? I'm not going to pay her. And you know what? I'm going to loan my car to a homeless man named James. <laughs> and he's walking around with her hand. In his jacket pocket, okay, uh, we need to get a little help for uh, for for my man uh, Solomon Martinez. Just something, something is going on. Let's get a little help. That's all we say. A little help. It's a zinsurrection. That's what uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene called it. A zin. I'm sorry, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's a zinsurrection. Uh, Chuck Schumer, the uh, the senator from New York, the great senator from New York, the majority leader, Chuck Schumer, uh, has he called? Uh, I think yesterday for the crackdown on the zin. Zinn called for an investigation into the tobacco product after claiming the product is being marketed toward teens. Okay, uh, Chuck, calm down, all right? Aren't you the same people that want to legalize all the drugs? Uh-uh, aren't you? Aren't you? Aren't you the same people that are for uh, letting in uh, the border 
invasion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, and what about, uh, you know, because of the border uh, invasion, we've got fentanyl uh, crossing the border, killing hundreds of people a day. Uh, but you want to go after Zen? If you're not sure what Zen is, I'll read you the explanation of Zen. Uh, it's a brand of nicotine pouches originating in Sweden. Zen pouches are designed to be placed between the gum and upper lip and are available in several variants with different nicotine strengths and flavor. Contrary to snuffs, these pouches contain no tobacco. It's nicotine. Uh, it's a nicotine feed. Uh, I am. I could do some Zen. <laughs> you put two or three Zins in, you're getting the nicotine rush right then, baby. Uh, no doubt about it. Now, I have never, and I want to go on record as saying I've never seen any other human than an adult pull out some Zen and stuff it in their mouth. Is it being marketed to teens? I don't know. Are teens going to do it? Sure. I mean, I started smoking when I was like 11 or 12 years old, smoking cigarettes. Oh, well, that's why we've put the government regulations on there, Jeff. I know. I know it's bad for you, I know, I know, but for those of us that like nicotine, (laughs) uh, back off, we've got a zinsurrection going on, okay, that's what's happening, now I know Chuck is all wound up about it, but we've got way too many other crises to be going on to be picking zin to go after, how about we take care of the border and we take care of the illegals, and we take care of the crime. We take care of that before we worry about Zen packs, okay? That's, I know, I know, call me crazy, and uh, they will, but uh, just saying we need to worry about that. And sure, never mind about the airplanes with their nuts and bolts that are loose. Uh, All of the airlines are saying, yeah, you know, we've found some, we've found some bolts and nuts that are loose some screws that are loose here and there but it's fine and sure we've had planes shaking like crazy leaving the airport sure we've had flat tires on airlines sure we've had airplanes you know having their wheels fall off while they're taxiing out on the runway it happens uh things like that happen don't worry about it um but we do also have people who are doing things on planes that are an issue. And uh, there was a man on an American Airlines flight from Phoenix to Austin that uh, decided that he could get on the plane and fart uh, all he wanted to. Uh, so uh, at one point, you hear uh, you hear the passenger say, you thought that was rude. Well, smell this. <laughs> oh, yes. No, I don't want that on an airplane. No, thank you. So uh, it was an early evening flight. Uh, I've been to the Phoenix airport. In fact, I've been laid over at Phoenix airport. Don't get me started. I'm being laid over at the Phoenix airport. That's the airport I almost got thrown in jail in. I got to calm down for just a second. thinking about Phoenix, that airport pisses me off however so they're leaving uh to go to austin and it's they were already taxiing away from the gate when uh and then they rolled it back in they rolled it back in 
So the uh, they they were on they were the flight attendants, the sky waitresses. Uh, they were all there saying, uh, "We are uh, returning to the gate. Uh, we'll provide you uh, more information when we have it." Oh, is that why we're going uh, back to the gate? Yes, that's right. And then uh, as they got to the gate, the flight attendant came back and informed the farting passenger that he could not stay on the flight. And uh, I guess he said, I don't understand. She tells him they'll talk about it off the plane. He gets off the plane, grabs his bag, and everyone uh, breathed a sigh of relief and a clear smelling sigh of relief. I don't know. If on the way out, he left a, I don't know that. I don't know that he did that, but there's no video of it, which makes, leads me to believe. I don't know. You know, this could be a whole made up story and, uh, it's not true. We might hear tomorrow that, well, that Reddit story about the people on the American flight from Phoenix to Austin was BS. It never happened because there's no video because there's absolutely no video. Now, you know, the guy was all wound up. I, you know, it, things, things in people's body happen from time to time. I know that. But if you're a disgruntled passenger or maybe, you know, we've talked about eating food and bringing food on the plane and smelling up the plane, that's, that's a problem too. And so I guess, uh, you know, you could bring nastiness smelling food on the plane but you can't bring nastiness smelling food after it's been eaten. Yeah. No, you can't. After it's been eaten, we don't want any of it. Okay, okay. Calm down. Get off the plane. All right, I'm going to leave you with the joke of the day. Uh, this, is an, uh, this is a big guy joke, okay? This is an adult joke. So just know I didn't write it. I did not write this joke. This is not for me, okay? Because this is a big guy joke. But it actually... Uh, it's funny. It made it made me. It's funny to me. It's funny to me. Okay, so my family is definitely racist. Uh, I started dating an Asian girl recently, and I decided to bring her home to meet my family. The kids wouldn't even speak to her, and my wife told me to pack my crap and leave. <laughs> uh, you know you laughed. You know you did. You know you did. Don't look at me like that. You did. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.